I'd like to invite you along the Camino with me. I'm Holly Brock, and welcome to the playful ponderings of my particular pilgrimage along the Camino de Santiago. Enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. I found myself one week after my return sweeping the kitchen floor. After the ecstasy, the laundry and the bills and the dishes and the weeds and the windows, discouragement whispered in my ear, nothing changed. Yet, I had just returned from an experience that taught me otherwise. On the Camino de Santiago, every day was walking, one foot in front of the other. There were highlights here and there, like a pretty vista or a yummy meal, but always then more walking, one foot in front of the other. Tender conversations with fellow pilgrims, and then more walking, one foot in front of the other even catharsis of emotion and spiritual breakthroughs, and then more walking, one foot in front of the other. But then, before you know it, and exactly by putting one foot in front of the other, you have walked 500 miles. And it's by walking for day upon day, I had learned that it is by the very definition of normal that exceptional exists. It is the motion of the ordinary that generates the sublime. It is the practical that gives the significant a stage. I replied to that unwelcome voice of discouragement, nothing changed my ass, and then responded, well, and my ass, because let's admit it, a 500-mile walk will definitely change your ass. This is Holly Brock, and I hope you enjoyed that intro. Pardon my French. This body of work is my response to walking the Camino de Santiago. It is not a practical guide, nor a series of interviews, nor a memoir. In fact, it might be a new category altogether because it blends my real experience with holy imagination. I will say confidently that it is worthwhile. Through this process, I have continued my pilgrimage and have a deep hope that it might inspire and encourage you too, because I'm a firm believer that whether or not you're interested in walking the Camino de Santiago or a pilgrimage at all, guess what? You're already on one. Here's a helpful hint while listening to these stories. They don't necessarily have to be listened to in chronological order, although I did lay them out with reason. If you love descriptive or philosophical ponderings, stick to the even-numbered episodes. And if you appreciate imagination, faith, and asking what could be, go for the odds. But I'm pretty sure you'll find something in all of them, if you have the time. What follows in this episode is an interview that my husband made for me, and we wanted to do it just to give some context for the Camino de Santiago so if you have time to listen to that, it would be helpful, but then get on to the stories. 
Thank you for listening. God bless. Welcome, everyone. I'm here to introduce my wife, Holly Brock, who has written this Along the Camino piece of work and also is going to share with you now these audio podcast versions of it. This is uh, described as a pilgrimage I have seen, and I've never done it. Holly did it by herself. So uh, we explain before you even get into why you did it. What's a pilgrimage? Pilgrimage is basically a journey of heart, mind, and body. And so to me, the gift of it is this time where you're, you are dedicating a lot of your energy to this experience where you're not really sure what will happen, but you're saying yes to it. And so, okay, so how did you pick this specific place to walk. I mean, you know, a lot of people walk, you know, the Appalachian Trail. I mean, I understand this is a pilgrimage, but how'd you pick this specific place in Spain? This one just, it was like a seed planted in my heart. I don't even remember the first time I heard about it. Um, but I kept thinking about it and just had it like on my radar for probably 20 years Mm. until it felt like this is it. This is the time. Um, the Camino, Holly, what I think it's just before we get uh, into the stories, we have to have a really clear sense because I think most people are going to be like me. And I honestly had never heard of it. And now that I know of it, I can't believe I didn't hear of it. But what is the Camino de Santiago? That's great. Just real basic terms. The actual like when we say Camino de Santiago, it is it means the way of St. James. So St. James was one of Jesus's disciples, and he loved Jesus a ton. And after Jesus's work on this earth was done, James wanted to go tell people. So he made it all the way to Spain and was telling people about it, returned to I think it was Jerusalem and was martyred there. His friends, this is the story that's told. His friends took his body in a stone boat with no paddles. A stone boat? I know. And floated, that boat floated all the way over to the west coast of Spain, where they took his body and buried it in Spain. And the story goes that a, a monk, a brother, was led somehow into this field of stars and found the remains of James's body. This was in like 800s or so AD and established this, this place that's called Santiago de Compostela, which means St. James in the field of stars. Hmm. And that, became the destination point that established this whole pilgrimage. And it's one of the three main Christian pilgrimages in the world. And what are the other two? Other two are to Rome and the other one is to Jerusalem. And then this one in Spain. Wow. And so for 1200 plus years, people have been 
making their way to Santiago de Compostela along the Camino de Santiago. There is a way, because this is the way of St. James, there is a way all the way across northern Spain. So whether it's through a city on a sidewalk or beside a road or out in la-la nowhere land, Hmm. there is a path. Hmm. There's a way. So the, you have a main destination. So Santiago is always the destination. Mm-hmm. Okay. And But you can get there from wherever you are. Okay. So the main way, and I think the reason that that this way, the French way, is the main way, is, is this is where if you're coming from anywhere else in Europe, uh, okay. you would you would kind of come to this place in France and then travel west to Santiago de Compostela. Hmm. If you're, let's say, in southern Spain, you wouldn't come up to then go west. You would just go north. So there are other routes, but the main, what they kind of call the the traditional route is the French way of the Camino de Santiago. Okay. But there were some people that you saw that were not doing the entire... Right. Right. That's right. And that's, there's a saying on the Camino, which is walk your walk. Uh, So you do, hmm. you do what you can. Hmm. And I personally decided to go on from Santiago de Compostela to the coast, which is a a whole other segment. Because you were doing your walk. Because I was doing my walk. Okay. That's where I wanted to end up. Hmm. That was my destination. Hmm. That's good. Good on you. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I think this actually is my last question. But as we begin these stories, uh, we help us understand how have you structured them or framed them. Help us kind of know, you know, do we do we need this to all of them in order, or is there anything you've done in the way you've set them up that helps us kind of know, you know, what you're thinking? That's a great question. I they. I think it is worth in some ways listening to them chronologically, although they are really not in chronological order okay. according to my walk. I did try to like the third and fourth story are the the real beginnings of the Camino mm-hmm. and then like the, I don't know, 2930. 31, those are, those are at the end. Everything in between is a little more fluid. So am I, when I've watched these, it seems to me there's something unique about maybe the odd number ones and the even number ones. Is that, is that too specific? Well, here's a spoiler alert. Is that too much? I don't want to spoil it. No, I think it's, I think it's good. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. Jesus ends up showing up in some of these stories and if you really like those and you can't listen to them all, then go for the odd numbered stories hmm. okay. starting at like five. Hmm. But I'm telling you, they're all, I think you'll find a little nugget at least in all of them. Hmm. Okay. Now, so Jesus showing up, that's, that's an odd statement. So are you going to help explain what that means before we listen to these or now? It's worth saying a little bit now because okay. This, like I said, is not a memoir. Hmm. And yet, I, I feel like I, I'm asking a question that 
is really good for us to ask. I'm not asking the question, what really did happen? I'm asking what could have happened. And so it's this really interesting interplay of, of things that really did happen on the Camino, Mm -hmm. real experiences and then adding a layer of this thing called holy imagination to it where mm. I I kind of let the story tell itself. Mm. And and it's really interesting what happens when when I ask. Mm-hmm. And so that's where if you're kind of wanting to hear those more than anything, listen to the odd numbers. All right, I know Holly before you start this or after you start this, you want to say thanks to a couple of people and uh, just point out a couple of, of people along the way that helped make this possible. And who, who you want to thank? Gosh, well, thank you, crew. You're welcome. <laughs> crew has been just a really, he's been kind of the anchor. Okay. I wasn't trying to team myself up. Who else? All right. Uh, Brock Rustan. Yes. Thank you so much for just, being kind of my, I knew that you were going to keep me on track and you have done everything from encouraged to figure out, figuring out technical things and, um, just being an all around great guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Who else? Kelly Haddock. She is an amazing musician and person. And the song that you hear in the episodes that's one of her songs. She and a few other people wrote it. Hmm. It's called Eden's Dream. Hmm. Hmm. So if you want to listen to her music, I bet they can find her. Yep. Okay, good. Look her up. Who else? Well, I I am so thankful for Ella who sent me, even hmm. though it was her senior year, senior soccer season even, but she sent me so um, gracefully and joyfully to hmm. walk this walk and welcome me back and has really been the the main one of my kids who has has seen this happening. So thank you, Ella. Thanks to my mom, who's my biggest cheerleader and who laughs and cries at every story. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. And, you know, so many of your friends are, you know, Holly's lived a great, full, rich life. So some of your friends have really helped even help her have the guts and the the depth and the vision to do this so big shout out to all, all your friends 